0: welcome back guys my name is Demetrius sebastian and i'm wes kendall and we are back in session where your fitness and lifestyle questions are answered and bro science is put to the test
1: yeah. look, look at the way that i glisten i saw me dripping put it in give if you gave me permission gave us some bath shot she walked out the clinic now she's gonna be so for a little minute
0: We have oh, another God. episode full of wonderful questions which i've been loving i think it's awesome i think that we that's really where we shine we start answering the yes. the weird wonders of the entire world
2: helping people sift through the fake fitness news
0: exactly and that's yes. it's in the tagline at the beginning and sometimes you know uh we drifted away from that and now i'm glad to see that we're firmly planted in the war against disinformation yes the lamestream media wants you to think that gains are something easily done but it's a lifestyle it's a choice and we're here to show that to you.
2: And we have some minor fact checking we might throw out there too.
0: Yeah, um, I mean, I gotta fact check myself like daily. Yeah, we'll that's see. basically what happens anyways. We just do something that's like half true and then you expand it to full true. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it, there's tears to it. Do you want bad information? There's no misinformation, but there's pseudo information.
2: Yeah, it's like uh, bro science, 50% magic. 50% fact and i live in that results I'm, I'm
0: basically just like a like an, an elf i'm a i'm a pixie of the fitness world i just live in the magical realm where things are sort of true it's like yeah, yeah Dimitri, that's not necessarily wrong but I, i'm not going to call it right uh,
2: <laughs> yes that's where we exist in that fine line exactly
0: you you're a scientist i'm yes. a wizard yeah do i have any real powers no but during my Dungeons and dragons experiences i'm a very smart man yeah <laughs> apex predator apex predator exactly well let's go ahead and roll strangely we got a bunch of good ones today and this is my favorite one i'm glad it got right to the front because uh i was disappointed when i had this answer answered to me Mm -hmm. a long time ago and it's uh if i work out if i lift weights
2: will i get bulky uh if if you're running coleman yes
0: yeah so this question (laughs) is great because it's the same question gets asked from different groups typically from people who either want to get leaner or women who are afraid of looking uh more masculine Mm -hmm. and then you have people who want to be bodybuilders or guys who want to be huge and stuff like that they ask the same question with a different outcome hopeful Mm -hmm. in it and uh the answer is it's not that simple
2: (laughs) right there's many more parts to it and i think people who usually ask this question are like miles away from being bulky anyway so it's like something that shouldn't be on the radar well
0: it's uh it's almost like you know if i run will i get skinny Yeah. And it's like, if you run enough, if you eat properly, Mm -hmm. same thing with bulky. If I lift weights, will I get bulky? If you do it enough, if you consume enough protein, but that's where the whole thing of like abs are made in the kitchen. Uh, you can't beat a bad diet. Uh, you can work out great, but it always comes down to protein at the end of the day. Like if you're not getting those proper calories, those proper Mm -hmm. proteins, like, no, you won't get bulky. And for, you know, women who are concerned, they're like, I don't want to look like a man I don't wanna do this, that, and other. It's like, you know, look at most of your fitspos who like do their cool booty pop pictures and all of that stuff. Right. It's, uh, they probably lift heavy. Yes. They do great work. You wanna look like them, like trust me, like if you, I'm sure somewhere they have posted what their numbers are and you cannot squat as much as them.
2: Yeah, like a lot of times people think that they're automatically gonna just put on a ton of muscle, you know, without hitting their other nutritional requirements and being at the proper body fat level. Um, I think another big thing is people forget that in order to lose weight and get toned, not just like lose weight and lose and watch the scale move, but I'm talking about losing inches. What you have to do is you have to lift like you're trying to make gains. Mm-hmm. If you don't, then you'll actually lose muscle while you're dieting. So, and yeah, it gets like you farther away.
0: And is there a genetic factor? We always come back. To? Yes, there is. Those of us who are in the thick boy camp will have an easier time bulking than those that are very lean. And it's not necessarily an issue of oh, I grow muscles faster. It's more like you have more to cultivate with. Mm -hmm. You have a propensity to hold on to nutrients. You uh, don't have as high of a metabolism that's just burning it off to keep you alive. It's there so that you can actually make use of it. But that being said, for skinny folks, you can train your body to do similar things.
2: Yeah. uh, Yeah. That's a big thing depending on your hormones and where you're at with hunger and satiety. Uh, but yeah, I think people think that even if they're like, oh, I gain weight easily, you're not going to become like Arnold Schwarzenegger big, you know, automatically. It's it it take a lot of years of cutting and bulking and cutting and bulking before that happened
0: that's an excellent problem to have i'm just too handsome i'm just too sexy i'm too talented i'm too smart i'm just misunderstood my generation because of how wonderful i am that's that sounds like an insane statement that's like saying like i just gain muscle too easily it's the same statement you these are people who are like apex predators in their craft there are people that are freaks and they're just suddenly good at football there's people who are really good at being smart there are people that you know are great at putting on muscle but ultimately like it, you'll know if you have that problem yeah. and we can have a separate discussion in the event that that is true
2: yeah people who have that problem like have to restrict their eating on purpose like of protein and stuff yeah like that it's not like you know they they have a a different problem that 90 percent of us don't have
0: i'm just imagining some giant dude like bowling a china shop like i just want to have this glass figurine mm-hmm. business and my traps are too big and I yeah. keep knocking everything over and it's ruining my life. Everyone's running from me. Scratch the back of your head. Just Hulk smash. Yeah, can't fit into my, <laughs> oh, my Kia smart car. I want to comb my hair. It's just that my hair is always messed up yeah. and every time I try to hug someone, they die. Yes. <laughs> it's just not a, it's not a real problem, guys. You'll yeah. be all right. Uh-huh. All right, next one. Fake news. <laughs> <laughs> what does it mean if I gain body fat but lose weight, yes.
2: So that's a good one. I hear that one often because mm-hmm. people are dieting and they're they're watching the scale drop, but they're seeing their body fat go up, and they're like, "Why is that happening?" I thought I was losing weight. Yeah, and that kind of feeds into exactly what we we're just talking about. You can lose weight, and it can come from muscle instead of fat. Yes, and that's like losing pounds, not but losing inches, which is what we focus on. Five stars. So it's like, I think. That when people don't lift properly and hard enough intensely enough and they don't need enough protein then the weight that they lose comes from muscle so mm-hmm. it's like you almost have to give your body a reason to hold on to the muscle while you're dropping or else you won't even lose fat when you're dieting our bodies are stupid
0: yeah and they cannibalize from places that don't make sense sometimes and it's all evolutionary stuff uh you know when you have fats like it's a lot like a bear Like that's going to hibernate. We have the fat so that when we have a plague or a famine or whatever going on back in, you know, a millennia ago, we would be able to survive through those times. Uh, As far as muscles go, muscles are calorically expensive. Yes. So if we don't need them, if we're not fighting saber tooth tigers, if we're not attacking enemy villages and all of this stuff, like we don't need those muscles because they cost us calories. Mm -hmm. So our body says, oh, we're not destroying our enemies and climbing up mountains, like don't need it. But our body always thinks there's a potential that everything's gonna go south. So I need to make sure that I have this fat wad on my stomach so that I can survive the oncoming winter storm that is going to destroy the population. Yeah, That is why it is the way that it is and you have to be on top of it. So, you know as uh, you know a lot of people say you go to the gym you take souls you you simulate that you're having problems yeah we don't have problems anymore you sit at your desk you make things happen so you make you stress your body out so that it keeps those muscles and it makes it think that you need to be kicking ass every single day and you use up those fat reserves and you fight the evolutionary battle your body is trying to keep you safe it doesn't know any better you know better than your body make it happen
2: Yeah, exactly. Uh, Your body doesn't know any better. It's just doing what it's programmed to do. Mm -hmm. So you have to like send it the right signal, basically. So uh, unless you're creating enough of a demand to hold on to muscle, uh, then there is no reason to have it. So Mm -hmm. it's just that simple except for looking mad good.
0: Well, that's what we want, not what our body wants. <laughs> our body is yeah. just like, man, I just look at, I see Arnold Schwarzenegger an evolutionary standpoint, like get rid of all the fat. We yeah. will die in the next famine because we are looking shredded. Yes. So- uh, run through
2: your calories in like 48 hours.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What a wonderful next question. Yeah. What are the best vegan sources of protein? Because we always jump to vegetarian responses like, mm-hmm. eggs, that's totally not murder. Uh, <laughs> whey, that's not murder. But the vegans say that's not murder, but it is slavery. So how do you get <laughs> protein yeah. when you can't bring in any of the things that murder and enslave our animal kin
2: so no mothers or faces
0: no family mothers family. or faces yes although i did read somewhere that when you cut the grass that nice smell is it's yeah. screaming out to other oh, grass to flee which i don't think flea, grass I'm can do I, I don't know if you the grass has a it's a hive mind guys so don't eat the grass in the front yard either oh yikes okay well, my dog eats <laughs> that sometimes <laughs> well, I mean,
1: that's actually funny because it is a distress signal
0: yeah but yeah so what? What you tell the on? other grass yeah
1: I actually have to go in on this because I have a tattoo <laughs> of stressed skin out skin grass for stressed out grapes. When <laughs> they get stressed, they release a chemical and that is what I got tattooed, but yes, when grass gets cut, it releases a chemical that informs other grass. The, like, maybe don't hang
0: out here. And then the grass. Grow I actually else. think the real answer is that it pulls down like moisture and like nutrients to the roots, oh. so that it's less like detrimental when it gets cut.
1: But that's not a good smell. Like, yeah.
0: But moral of the story is mm-hmm. veganism is also murder. So there's no winning, guys. So we'll do it for our health. Yeah. The health response for veganism. Well, yeah, but how do you actually get protein for that? Like, where where does it exist? Um.
2: Okay. Well, it exists in uh com- combining different partial protein sources to make complete proteins. So Mm -hmm. like some of the easy ones is, you know, they do food combos like, you know, whole grains and like corn or like uh, uh, rice and beans, you know, Mm -hmm. a grain and a uh, type of like lentil. Lentils, lentils are pretty good. You know, those combined together can create full protein sources. The problem is you get about twice as much grams and calories of carbs than you do protein when doing Mm -hmm. that because they are carbohydrate plant starchy foods Uh, another easier way if you're trying to like stay lower calorie would be like protein powder blends like from plant sources you know they have a couple different options that are complete proteins and there's pea hemp soy that's an an option but i feel like the better ones would be like the plant blends you know has multiple plants Mm -hmm. combining to make the protein source so it may be one of those you know those i think offer a better complete source
0: yeah and there's it sucks because a lot of plant, plant proteins are not made, uh, as, as far as powders, they're not all made equal. Right. And a lot of times, especially if you go to like Whole Foods, a lot of the options are kind of like they were just making it so that people get to feel good about it. Right. They're like, yeah, I eat my plant stuff. I'm, I'm a better person than you. But, you know, uh, Pea Science was one I tried that I felt like actually was pretty good, tastes good. And it also had like the combination of that. The, they have the hemp ones. Uh, they it's It gets complicated. Like you yeah. by being a vegan you've made that choice. You probably understand that life's going to be pretty difficult for you moving yeah, forward it's set up
2: to make it easy, unfortunately, which, you know, that's just kind of how it is right now. Yeah.
0: But I mean, it's a, there's a, there's a solution there. You can make things happen. And, uh, it, it's like you said, beans, lentils, mm-hmm. there are veggies that have protein in them. Yeah. Um, but as we learned products, obviously. in game changers, yes. uh, it's going to be hard to be in elite athlete, while being a vegan
2: yeah it makes it harder and i'm not we're no one saying that you can't do it or you can't reach high levels of success and mm-hmm. progress we're just saying that you're choosing a more uphill difficult path
0: and as long as you understand yeah. that moving forward it's fine and it's it's a choice you make it's uh yeah we we like to bust the chops of vegans and everything but you've made the choice that like you're like i don't want to be a part of a system that is destructive in nature and destroying the environment yada 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 um these things are all bad things. There are detriments to that. There's a reason that we have factory farms, all the stuff, because it makes things easier for everyone. You've decided to take the high road and there are difficulties that come with that.
2: let's not talk about the soy farms in the rainforest
0: oh dude now if you want to start talking about micro ecosystems all the mice and all of the you know the rainforest you're driving over vegans killing grass murderers (laughs) (laughs) let me tell you something vegans we're all humans and we're the worst yeah that's what we do we're all part of the worst we are really we live in arizona we should not exist here it was a king of the hill phoenix is a monument to man's arrogance oh
1: yeah for sure
0: so well it's becoming uh,
1: tropical this year um, no but eating quinoa has actually like been a huge detriment to underdeveloped countries because they were using that as like a main nutritional source yeah and now that america is like eating up all that quinoa like, yeah there was a limited source in the first place and now it doesn't get to go those third world countries yeah
2: because we're
0: buying it f- we're just prices. the worst we're that's the worst funny. yeah quinoa millet the, the all that quinoa. well i mean that like i kind of quinoa. think quinoa kind of sucks. Like, sucks
2: it's like i can see that that's quinoa if you guys want to <laughs> yeah. get me
0: now if you want to get me started on corn <laughs> corn is a shit crop but that has no protein in it that's besides the point
2: actually so, corn when combined with the grain produces a decent amount of protein look at me don't look at him look at me it's shit crop. It's good for ethanol. I was gonna say, <laughs> I drink
1: a
0: lot,
2: but <laughs> <laughs> Just, Just corn. Corn subsidies up. Corn
0: whiskey every single day. Corn whiskey, a PBR, and a cigarette. We call that a paper route. It, it's what we built America yeah. off of. Uh, next question is, this actually, when you sent it in, uh, it was kind of redacted, DNA diet. What yeah. is that when the people say that like,
2: because of my genetic background, I can only eat this certain way? Uh, I had some clients ask me about it. Um, they were saying like, oh, I heard so-and-so is doing this DNA diet where you have to eat, like, certain foods that you're, you know, you're basically born to eat. Mm. You know, the best way I can describe it. You know, based on your uh, genetic profile and stuff like that.
0: Almost so. sounds like eugenics, but carry on. Yeah, I don't know. It's like
2: <laughs> some people... You know, I guess there's some doctors or, like, trainers out there that have methods to determine what your DNA wants you to eat. Um, I think the idea of it is really, really cool because mm-hmm. uh, it's like... You know, say, for example, you uh, come from, like, a Irish descent. Potatoes you know, only. You've been eating <laughs> potatoes for, like, thousands of years or something like corn that. Corn, beef, hash, I mean, potatoes. That type of, like, red meat and potatoes, things like that. Potentially, your genetic markers may set you up physiologically to be better at eating those foods and better at digesting and better at processing nutrients from it and providing enzymes, things like that, than eating, like, corn and, uh, like things that they eat in mexico
0: let me meet you in the middle here okay because i think there's just some sense here yeah to a degree because i think it almost is better to tell you what you shouldn't eat than what you should eat because yeah. a good example is uh a lot of people in certain regions are more lactose intolerant than others yeah or um uh, a lot of uh island nations and uh, native americans like they don't process like alcohol as well or yeah. uh you know if you uh, are from like like the Inuits, I believe, like up north, like they process fats and proteins really well, but like the second they have carbs, like their body just like kind of stores it immediately. So I do think there's something there. Mm -hmm. And also that it almost brings you back to like just becoming a wholesome diet, because if you look historically at everyone's diet, they're healthier than they are now. No one historically ate Cheez-Its. <laughs> so yeah. it's like, oh, Dimitri, you're Puerto I'm Rican. Jesus. All they ate was rice, beans, and like pork. It's like, okay, those things aren't necessarily bad for you. Yeah. Oh, you're Sicilian. Okay. The Mediterranean diet has pretty much been proved to be pretty good for you. Yeah. yeah the Cheez Its and drumstick ice creams do not fall into either of those diets. And I think I'll be healthier no matter what just from doing that.
2: I think, you, yeah, I agree. Like, that's kind of what they do. They say these are the foods you're allergic to. You shouldn't eat these ones. Um, I don't know if it's a legit diet yet. But I, one thing that I made me think about it is, you know, I just got back from this Hawaii trip. And mm-hmm. I asked, like, we went on a couple tours, met some local Hawaiians and stuff like that. And I asked them, like, hey, what foods were, like, indigenous here? You know, for, like, the people who came to mm-hmm. Hawaii, like, 2,000 years ago or whenever they did. And it was, like, mostly fish. There was, like, some roots that they ate. Yeah. And, like, some, uh, like, other... Tree v- plants, yeah, They're not tree like fruits and stuff like that. Coconut coconuts, you're right, coconuts and like so uh like mangoes and things poi, like that. Coconut you know? fruit, fish, yeah, abalone or whatever they were, stuff like that, yeah, things like that. And they they actually made like a grain like substance from the poi,
0: yeah. Whatever. Maybe um, you catch a bird every once in a while, yeah. But imagine how healthy that is just from like a standpoint. And then they, even though they brought like pigs there and they were yeah. successful
2: there, still it wasn't yeah. until like Modern modern functions like happen. Food. There's gravy added to everything. There's everything's breaded. Mm-hmm. It's like sugar, alcohol, and and flour. Those three things completely changed their diet, and it changed how the people like. You could like you could make a solid argument yeah. that if you removed sugar,
0: alcohol, and flour from like everyone's diet, yeah. they'd probably all be better people. Maybe. Just yeah, in a probably, general it's sense. A solid argument, I mean like yeah. from like a a nation yeah, right. <laughs> building standpoint. Yeah, like sugar, flour, good things, we should have those. But if you're like overweight, it's like don't drink, don't eat sweets, stop eating white bread. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm in such great shape. <laughs> yeah. I'm just getting so buff. I can't stop. It's ruining my life. Yeah. Yeah. But the uh <laughs> It is interesting. I think it is interesting. And I think that there's a weird way to look at it and there's a nice way to look at it. But I think if we focus on like the constructive route of like, mm-hmm. cause it starts getting like really crunchy really quickly. Yeah. It's being like, oh yes, you're from sub-Saharan Africa. You should only be eating zebra. Yeah. The, uh, it's like, what? Tree bar, like, actually. what is this, what is going on here? It's like, no, it doesn't have to be that way, but. Is that horse
1: meat like not even good
0: for you. Uh, horse meat is super high in protein, low in fat. It's just tastes bad it's just not yeah, great it's stringy and dry the french eat frog's legs and horse legs it's just like you guys like it's like and they die. also like pump birds with food until they suffocate and die and eat it under uh, oh, a napkin oh, to hide so themselves in from a god. In a word of god yes what i'll show you later it's super funny it's Yikes. like i think it's illegal now they literally just like make a small bird suffer and then they boil it and then they eat it under a napkin to hide themselves from god
1: Okay. okay, okay, so like we're gonna we're gonna have to move past it. It wasn't to hide themselves from God, but you do eat it under a uh, napkin.
0: You do eat it under a napkin. Ew. They say it's not to hide themselves from God. I know the truth. <laughs> Stay subscribed if you wanna know the truth. Oh Alright, let's go ahead and move to a quick break. We will see you guys in just a moment. Yeah as always guys thank you for joining us you can find us on bns underscore radio on youtube check it out the videos are great we're very handsome if i do say so myself my you can, mom says so i think so yeah i tell you that every single day mm-hmm. i look at myself in the mirror and i'm like what a handsome guy I'd subscribe. Um, we're also on all of the places you can find podcasts. They're great. I think that our voices also sing through the nation, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a good place to be. You learn things if you've held out for this long. You learn a thing or two. Yes. So uh, also on Instagram, BNS underscore Radio. Look at that consistency. That's called
2: brand recognition across the board. I love it.
0: As far as Instagrams go, for us personally, you can find me at Dimitri Sebastian.
2: I'm at uh, W Kendall underscore MFT
0: yes more knowledge incoming your way now now a question that has escaped most of us our entire lives and this question becomes more relevant the later in life but those of us that have experienced it early in life know that the suffering it can be delayed but it never truly ends but maybe we have a solution
2: here what can you do about lower back pain um well it's super common especially right now and coming through the pandemic and working from home Mm -hmm. being chair bound. Uh, But usually what it boils down to, if it's not like a spinal thing uh, that it's either you have weak or uh, extra stretched out like groin and glute or sorry, uh, glute muscles and hamstring muscles, or Mm -hmm. it's your uh, groin muscles that are extra tight, sometimes both. Yeah. And it could also be like you have a weak imbalance of, uh like groin muscles to your glute muscles which is also common if you sit in a chair yep excuse me uh so that's the main cause is a lot of people are sitting down for many hours a day and they're not doing things to stretch out their hips and they're not doing things to strengthen their glutes so that's the big thing
0: i love that you bring up i feel like the glutes are an overdevelopment problem for a lot of people especially if you're someone who's fitness what's well, underdeveloped or underdevelopment yeah. Is, it not a, is there not an imbalance issue too?
2: Well, it is. It's like be, their glutes are too weak, their hips are too tight, mm. and it's causing uh, their muscles to literally pull in their spine. Sorry, if
0: your butt's too big, it's not the solution. It's usually Tur- the opposite, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like if your back hurts, it's like you're, you're not bootylicious yet. So I have the world's shortest hamstrings, yeah. and I have uh, my, ham- my groin isn't too bad, but I'm inflexible there as well. Yeah. And uh, you know what I loved is that someone gave me a super easy fix, and it actually did help a lot, and they were just like the third world squat
2: yeah that's a a big one
0: and uh to give you some clarification if you've noticed uh babies people from asia people from the middle east people across africa they can all just drop their butt to the ground and just sit pretty comfortably like a catcher does in baseball exactly and if you can't do that that is not because you can't it's because you have learned to not be able to lost that yeah so that's actually can do it he's doing it right now you're pretty close. Could yeah, go a little stay bit there lower for thirty minutes. Yeah, right. Minutes. <laughs> so if you spend all your time in a chair, um, you know, if you think about it, but when before we were a complete civilization, yeah. you. Took your dumps, there were no chairs, there were no toilets, there's all that you had to just squat. Mm-hmm. So we don't squat the way we used to. The only time we do squat is because we're doing like a workout or because we're picking something up. Right. So you lose all that flexibility. So if you spend like, you know, a few minutes every single day, slash last lasted like one minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the uh, if you spend like a f- 10, 15 minutes a day just dropping into that and like hanging out watching TV, like you will regain a lot of that flexibility
2: yeah i usually have clients that can't do a full range of motion squat or you know have trouble and have like pain in their back when they do leg exercises do that i'm like do this twice a day for like two to three weeks and you're going to see a difference
0: yeah and weirdly enough hamstrings i've learned can screw up everything yeah because so when i run i get a uh, a lot of calf pain Mm-hmm. And I've been told it's because my hamstrings are not stretched out well. Cause it's like, yeah. it connects to your calf. Yeah. Oh, your That's back true. is sore. Guess what? Where's your hamstring attached to your butt, to your back. It's, yep. it just, it runs the whole thing. It's a oh,
2: posterior chain. We're
0: very, very easy to ignore the hamstring. Unless you're actually trying to, you know, be effective in life. <laughs> <laughs> if you're just very sedentary, your hamstrings are just like, cool, I'm going to shrink down to the size of an M and M and nothing's ever going to be a problem. But the like second you try and do other things, like if you can't touch your toes me then you have hamstring problems you need to work on that
2: yeah I mean a lot of it you're right you nailed it on the head when you said it connects from your heels all the way up to your back and to your neck actually it goes all the way up to your neck Mm -hmm. so it's called the posterior chain and at any point you can have like a muscle group that's extra tight and it throws everything else off you know so it could be your hamstrings your glutes and your hips or even a very common one is ankles Mm -hmm. people who are on the treadmill like multiple times a week uh you know just spend a lot of time doing cardio they actually can get back pain and hip pain because uh they have tight ankles and tight calves mm. so it can even go to that so
0: as far as our lower back assuming it's not because I, I also had a back injury when i was in high school and mm-hmm. it, it's surprisingly doctors have a way of saying oh i'm a pitcher I hurt my arm. How do I fix it? And like, stop pitching. It's like, thanks, doc. You really yeah. didn't solve my problem. Doctors have a way of saying like, okay, cool. Let's circumvent the problem. Uh, a lot of the times, it's rebuilding that strength. So for me, it was like yeah. I hurt my back, and how did I get rid of my back pain? I built muscles around the pain. Right. So my back, I have a very strong back because I never want to have that pain again. Yeah. So I have a nice like my. My spine is very well protected by leo muscles. I stand up straight. I try not to hunch things like that. So if it's an injury, you know, there's a path to redemption in that regard. Don't let anyone tell you it's like, it's game over for you. Like tons of people are told every single day, you'll never walk again and they still figure it out. Yeah. It, it's, there is a path to make sure you do it safely. Trainers, wow, Wes, they'll be able to get you to a place that you can become better. But if you don't have an injury, it's probably flexibility.
2: Yeah, and tightness, tight muscles, weak muscles. Uh, you're right, it's, uh, if it's not an injury, then something, you gotta do something preventative, just mm-hmm. like you said. And so what you did is you gained muscle in that area, which made it so your back was more supported, not only like when you're sitting there, but also when you're moving things around. Mm-hmm. And another thing people need to do is like, they need to stretch their hips out and their, you know, these muscles out as well as strengthen them. Like, do hip opening stretches uh some extreme cases people have to like literally like get and apply pressure to the muscles which unless you're getting a deep tissue massage on your groin which is kind of like intimate i guess (laughs) all day Uh, yeah uh what you can do instead is people like will lay their hips on a kettlebell like on the ground and on the handle and it'll push into your the side of your hip where your muscles are. And that uh, sometimes is like an extreme case of Mm -hmm. what people need to do to loosen up those hip muscles.
0: And stretching sucks. I know that stretching is great. Yeah, it's awesome. People who do yoga are weird to me. I hate yoga, it sucks. But it's one of those things, it's a lot like going on your runs, doing your lifts. A lot of these things start out sucking and then they get better. Like know, doing
2: the dishes it's just something you got
0: exactly do. if yeah. you don't do it's like oh i don't want to do the dishes but then you're got cockroaches and your dish you never have a plate and then life sucks so like taking that like 15 minutes a day to do your dishes, to do your stretches, your life will be better. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it, it's unavoidable. It's There's so many people, I think, uh, what was it, Goggins? Yeah. Like, he had, like, his sciatic was all jacked up, and then yeah. now he stretches every single night. Because he stretches, like, two hours a day or something. It almost ruined his whole career. Yeah. Even, like, the top people. It's funny because uh, a lot of football players take, like, dance classes and stuff. Yeah. To improve flexibility. Flexibility, it all comes back to that. Even some of the best... Bodybuilders, they go to like masseuses and like professional like, oh, stretching yeah. people. It's just to keep your body like limber.
2: Every like high level athlete has a mobility specialist that they work with. Every single one. I'm telling you right now. Yeah. And it's just like, that's, that's almost a given at this point in athletics. It's like if you to reach the highest levels and push your bodies as far as you can, it's going to take some uh, maintenance and some like, uh, I guess some recovery. And that's mm-hmm. what these people do. Yeah.
0: It's, We've said before cardiovascular is going to take you to the end of the game but so is flexibility if you no matter what happens if you have good cardiovascular health and a nice stretched out body you're going to live a long happy life oh yeah everything's going to go awesome so uh next one another great question is fasting good for losing weight
2: uh yes it's good for losing weight because it is a mechanism which keeps you from you know going over your calorie amount if you set it up right but is it good for losing inches not necessarily good point
0: it's almost like a it's a way to train your body but yeah. it's not a way to get rid of mistakes already made
2: yeah it's easy to mess it up and also it's like if you're trying to you know get that beach spot or something like that it's going to be i think you can become a smaller version of you by fasting and using that as your main mm-hmm. like, weight loss me- method Uh, But if you're trying to like change the shape of your body, lose inches while you know, sculpting or toning, then it's not gonna work. I you said something
0: very wise a while ago, and you were talking about all the different types of diets. I'll say it was less about how to change your body this idea, but it was like about like I think the word used was
2: restriction, yeah,
0: like calorie restriction
2: or like a framework or something, exactly.
0: So there's a lot of types of fasting, I think some are better than others, yeah. So you know, if you want to do like a window. Yeah. That's great if you have an eating problem. It's like I only eat from 8 to 8. I only eat from, you know, whatever, 10-hour window. I'm not going to do all this math for you guys. Mm -hmm. Some people do one meal a day, which I'm skeptical on, but I've heard it's worked. Yeah. Things like that. It does work. It's a thing. And it also it's usually just preventing you from being able to fill yourself with garbage because you need to be a lot smarter about your volume you're eating, this, that, and the other. Because if you're maintaining it, you're just going to go to bed hungry every night if you do it wrong. Right. But with that said, I don't know how much I subscribe to things like water fasts. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I skip an entire day. Like, I, I've heard of people who say, like, every Sunday I don't eat. Yeah. And, obviously they're healthy they do their thing and i i don't disagree with it i mean a lot of them more consider it like a cleanse right and maybe it's just like a, a test of i think it's grit. Like ice baths you know
2: it's yeah like, you know, like something challenging and difficult
0: it doesn't necessarily it won't solve your problems but i understand it yeah. uh but then again things like doing like juice cleanses stuff like that uh long-term fast i don't really see a quality in that i don't think it's beneficial
2: yeah so uh, doing a four like uh sorry a uh like a 10 hour fast that's hardly a fast i'm not even talking about that mm-hmm. that's completely different because shit that's mostly sleeping normal, and then skipping breakfast you know there's plenty of people who get good results yeah from that you know i'm not talking about that I'm talking yeah like what you're saying like multiple day fast or you know doing a regular 24 hour fast or something like that
0: so it's yeah fasting uh, intermittent fasting would be really the term i think it's great I think it's a good thing, I think it's a good way so that people can make it a lifestyle, have a diet kind yep. of thing. Because all you're saying is, I'm only allowed to eat for this eight to 10 hour window, mm-hmm. because I'm a little piggy and I will eat all night, if otherwise. Yep. So you're setting rules for yourself, and I think that's great. And it also means you don't have to be crazy and take things out of your diet and yada, yada, yada. That being said, it's not going to, be some crazy life-changing thing if you spend all that time crushing 5,000 calories.
2: Yeah, if you don't do your work ahead of time, you could just like going vegan, it does not make it automatically healthy. You have mm-hmm. to actually do your homework and know what you're doing.
0: Oh, trust me, I learned that when I did the vegetarian thing for a while. It's like, yeah. I was just <laughs> crushing carbs. I was crushing uh, Morningstar stuff all the time. Yeah. But yeah, it's uh, there's a bad way to do any of it. But with that said, if you're having trouble losing weight, that is a solution that may work for you. Mm-hmm. And I think it's great. And like you said, there's still the work to be done.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And also, you know, it's gonna take a while. And also, oh, here's the thing, fasting, if you, it's a, it's, it's a lot like keto. In that if you screw up, it will undo itself very quickly. Yeah, fasting is the same way. So, if you're on like a clock, if your metabolism is finally understood what's going on, if you jack up that, you like get ready to, you know, get a bunch of water weight, get ready to see a lot of things change on the scale, feel a lot worse, yeah. and have to start from step one. It's
2: like if you go off the rails, it's, is that what you're saying? yeah,
0: it's yeah. a choice, it's a choice you got to make, and it's a lifestyle. Um, but life's hard. Welcome to it, yeah. Uh, and this is now again. We've had a few that I've said are my favorites, but I think this is my actual favorite.
2: How many protein shakes can I have in one day? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I get asked that a lot. Sometimes you know people are looking for an easier way to add good amounts of protein uh, without like you know having to spend more time on dishes or in the kitchen. Um, I say like it did, I've seen people get away with two shakes a day. Um, this is like, and I I personally. I think I can handle about three scoops of protein in one day before I, my body's had enough. Um, any more, if I, It's not like I automatically have diarrhea if I have more than that, uh, which is a good indicator you're having too much. What happens is I start to become mineral deficient because whey protein takes up a lot of minerals when you digest it.
0: The most I ever did at one time was four. I do two in the morning two at night. Yeah,
2: that's what I've done, and that's a little too much for me. A lot of people I know can do that, though.
0: I didn't find that it was bad in any way it, it honestly just became one of those things where it was just like a bother yeah. and it was it worked for me And again your mileage may vary but also is there too much protein we'll say in a shake form you can consume at one moment that it's not even a benefit anymore like you're just wasting money
2: um yeah kind of it depends on what your goals are but if your goal is like you're trying to make muscle gains or you you know have maximal performance then it's going to be hard to overeat too much at one time Okay, I'd say if you're doing two scoops at once yeah you might like not use some of it for exactly what you need but it's better than having too much of like uh, carbs or fat
1: yeah
0: so the way it was told to me that works the best and again it was one of those things of like your mileage may vary but like the best way to consume too much protein powder Mm -hmm. is to do it one scoop at a time like, if you're going to do three, do one in the morning, one at lunch, one at night. That's the
2: best way you heard? Yeah,
0: what that they you want to spread it out through your day. Yeah. Because they said that if you double up on it, like, that's fine, but it's kind of like watering a plant. A lot of it's going to dump out the bottom. So it's like, if you're going to consume it all in one day anyways, just go ahead and spread it out so that, yeah. A, you're kind of, like, keeping your metabolism going and everything. Right. And uh, you're you're not hitting those high lows Because also, you're, if you're consuming all of your protein in protein powder yeah you're missing it throughout the day too so yeah. you're gonna be eating less at lunch you be eating less here and there depending it depends but yeah they, they i was told like one at morning one at lunch one at night if you're doing four do one in the morning one before lunch one after lunch one at night and it was just that was air quotes the superior way to do it just because your body would receive it better is that like is that kind of like pseudoscience does that make sense
2: think, or is it well shit, if you're doing four shakes a day that's a lot you know yeah i mean i
0: that. yeah like i said i did four but it was yeah. like morning night but i did do for like a year i did three yeah. morning um lunch night and that was just because i was in college and yeah. you can't get meals in anyway
2: so i think the idea of having an equal amount you know per meal is a good idea you know like that makes sense like why just have like all four scoops at once you know why not just do that you know that's you're right that's not going to be the most effic- effective mm-hmm. or efficient way to do it um what a lot of bodybuilders do is they'll have six meals a day right they have all six they divide each meal evenly in protein mm-hmm. so they'll have like 50 grams all six meals god that's so much protein <laughs> yeah so what, what is that that's uh like 250 right math 100 what's five 100. times six uh 40 40 400 400 400 grams (laughs) of protein yeah
0: glad to have slice back we could not have done that math without
2: wait five times no it's not five times six it's oh yeah you're right it is okay 400 yeah so 400 grams we went to college (laughs) that's actually what some bodybuilders (laughs) eat i'm not that's crazy that's crazy yeah like i'm doing about 35 grams per meal six times a day (sighs) so that's what i'm doing at at my level so that's because i I would rather have an excess of protein then uh, like not have enough.
0: I mean, it's it makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, so I mean, is there too much protein you can drink in one day? We've talked about the egg whites. If you yes. do the biotin, you kind of remove that deficiency problem with like the, base, the minerals, yeah. you cover some base. So the answer is a soft no. Like we're gonna call it like a, maybe you should try to balance your diet a little bit better. Mm-hmm. It's like, great, you found a way to only consume bachelor chat we always make the joke about that where it's like like yeah if i was a guy they just made a dog food for men i just eat that and it's like no you wouldn't it sucks you'd get tired of it it's uh it's called uh feast mode i'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the uh soil and green is made of people the uh it is something you can do, but maybe not, like, I, I wouldn't recommend it kind mm-hmm. of thing. It's like, if it works for you, be my guest. But I wouldn't recommend it to someone, like, out of the gate. It's like, if a new guy walked up to you be like, I need to get a lot of protein right now, you wouldn't say, cool, you're going to just drink only protein shakes all no, day. Definitely that, that would not be... It would probably be one of the last options. You know? If you find yourself getting there and yeah. it works for you, then sure, whatever.
2: Yeah. That's why I do the egg whites is because, you know, that's another protein source I can get in that's different. And then we talked about this last episode then the whey protein so i can handle another 50 grams Mm -hmm. and still be able to digest it where if i did another two scoops of whey protein i would have some serious issues so like that's why protein combinations is becoming popular with dieters because you're mixing different sources at, at different points in time in the day so that you don't have digestional issues
0: also try and get some fiber in kids yes. <laughs> if you're drinking only protein like i'm gonna go and say right now you're probably not getting enough veggies you're probably going through a lot of toilet paper yeah oh yeah your your yeah. farts stink your duties stink yeah. people know people know get your fiber in and uh, just stay chasing that metabolic anabolic window.
2: Yep. So what do we say? How many shakes is...
0: I'm going to lock in three is probably like the high end of what I'd recommend. So three
2: scoops of protein?
0: No, I'm saying four is almost too many. I'd say that I would... uh, I would say to someone who I was giving a recommendation to today yeah who is pretty healthy he's been going to the gym and they're saying like i'm just really struggling to get that protein in yeah i would say one scoop of protein morning lunch night and i don't think that's a big ask i don't think it's going to cause any problems that would be my recommendation anything more than that i would be hesitant because i just like "Ah, you're getting into like weird zone i would say the
2: most that someone could have is three to four scoops a day Mm -hmm. and probably not all at once
1: yeah, I'm gonna Probably go. Spread yeah. out. I'm spraying those out. <laughs> more to the face, yes. Oh my god, if you're dry scooping
0: protein. You're an absolute it's a savage. TikTok trends. You're—is
2: it really? Well, dry, dry scooping creatine and pre-workout is.
0: Well, that's been a thing for a while. YouTube has been doing that. Now it's popular. People won't stop doing it now. It used to be like one of those, like, oh look how crazy I am, straight to the dome. Like this ghost energy is so good, <laughs> like straight to the head. But now it's like people just do it. They're like be talking to their camera, take it to the dome, drink the water. It's like you guys know you can make that into like nice juice, right? It's like meant to be pleasant water water you don't have to do it this way people think that you have to do it that way i don't know why. i i don't get it i'm getting old
2: it's it's all downhill from here for me there's a youtube video you to be evil? like saying <laughs> that it's actually worse for you to do it that way there's like a guy debunking it well on YouTube. he's like look guys you're not doing it right you get more like isotopes or fucking something you know? um, well
0: so i learned this because i'm stupid and i hate chewable tablets and i learned that uh if a medicine is a chewable you're supposed to chew it yeah because that helps with uh how it disperses your body if you just swallow it like in a clump like me because you're dumb it just like your body now has to dissolve the clump and it like, gets slowly like going dispersing it's like no like you chew it so it can just hit like your bloodstream yeah so if you are taking it in a lump like a cinnamon challenge yeah like it's now it has to hit your stomach it's got to like get the moisture like if you're unlucky it all went down in one Club now it's got to break apart right i just don't get it i mean like you said why do you want to make it evil why do you want it's it like literally like we've gotten all these ingredients and we've made them so pleasant and nice so that your body can tingle and it tastes like fruit punch and you guys are just like no mace me in the face Mm -hmm. and also have you ever like seen someone cough it up when they do it yeah. yeah, I
2: was in oh, the car when someone did shit, that. Been, most of us have been there at some point. If you've been doing the pre-workout dry game for long enough, you've been there. You've, you've definitely, like, had a cough or a sneeze or something. Just like LeBron years. James, it like, into the whole freaking... Oh, yeah. Now everyone's
0: Still inhaling it. Steve Austin. Straight into the eyeballs. I just, like, dated myself. You we're did. W so, It's okay.
1: Well, Steve Austin, no, I was there for him. Yeah, yeah.
0: You're, just, you're just happy about him that smacks two beers in the air and goes chugs them. <laughs> yeah, he everywhere. Dude, I, I used to know what...
1: I used to smell what The Rock was cooking. I'm I used okay. to smell what...
0: We never did stop. <laughs>
1: we were there for WWE.
0: Okay. Glad. glad <laughs> as not. always, guys, thank you. Don't drink too many protein shakes. Your poopies will not be good. We just talked about this last week. Yes. Care about your poopies. Mm-hmm. And uh, as always bns underscore radio cross the board everything youtube
2: the uh podcast everything uh you can find me on instagram at Demetrius sebastian you can find me at w kendall underscore mft click the link to apply for training and see our videos and stuff thanks guys get the training